Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined with my good buddy, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, what's up today? Do we have a question from, from the chiropractic world today? We do. We've had a few weeks where we've talked about some important topics that you and I really, you know, and some questions that we'd had asked, but we we had one from Jamie in North Carolina that asked a mm-hmm. question, and I thought, this is really, this, this is a good one because, I, you know, I don't know how many of you guys have been around for long enough that you remember doing like a spinal screening or something at, you know, a Walmart or a gas station yep. or, you know, uh, we, we have a famous friend that, that walked around <laughs> a gas station with the spine slung over his shoulder at one point talking to people. And you know what that was? That was to get it, it, and it was all about sales. It was it was to get his headspace away from being afraid to talk to people about things. And it was early in practice. And 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 when he told the story, it was just hilarious when he told the story because <laughs> you know most of us would be terrified to do that, me included. Well, um, he's funny anyway. Yeah, this guy is pretty funny anyway. And so I could see him doing it, and he probably actually enjoyed it. But so so Jamie asked, you know, I'm so tired of trying to sell myself in practice. And, and we hear that a lot that, that chiropractors go, we don't question. like, we don't like to sell ourselves. <clears throat> and so we have a pretty darn good answer for that. But that was Jamie's question is I'm, I'm tired of selling myself in practice. What other things can I do to attract patients? And I thought, man, we got the answer for you. And I'm, and I'm just going to turn you loose on it because you and I've discussed this many times in the past. We're not big on sales, even though, you know, it doesn't, it, no. it doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. Everybody does sales as much as we want to say, well, we don't sell what we do. <clears throat> we, we, everybody does sales, but you have a very unique approach on, on what this is. And, and then we can rename it a different term. So it's not called sales and it doesn't sound as, as salesy, right. Or right. as, or it's not as lukewarm in your mouth if we <laughs> right. if we say it a different way, right? All right. So <laughs> tell a good us way to put that. Yeah, you know it, it's funny, and and you're right, Troy. We do hear this quite a bit. I you mm-hmm. know don't teach me how to sell. Okay, yeah, I won't because mm-hmm. I'm not a salesperson. Um, so get the whole idea of of trying to sell your patients on care on chiropractic. Cause you're, you're, you're not, none of us are salespeople. You shouldn't be a salesperson. You're a doctor. And what mm-hmm. doctors do, they lead patients to some kind of goal, whether it's mm-hmm. get out of pain, get out of dysfunction, get their function back, maintain wellness, whatever. That's what you do. You lead. So stop thinking about it as sales, lead your patients, lead them to an understanding about what you can do to help them lead a healthier life period yeah. end of story and I, I it's funny to me that our profession gets so hung up sometimes on well i'm you know i'm not a salesperson you know i'm not going to sell somebody on a you know on on a wellness plan i'm not going to sell somebody on you know trying to do therapeutic exercise or you know whatever no of course you're not quit 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 thinking that you're selling patients. Just get that idea out of your mind altogether and realize that what you're trying to do is lead them to good health. And are some of them going to say, no, they don't want it. Sure. So yeah. what? So what? Tell them what you think they need. Tell them what you 
you understand what their needs are, how you're going to fulfill it, how you're going to help them overcome their dysfunction or their pain, again, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and then get out of the way, just like we say with the adjustment, adjust and get out of the way right. and let them decide mm-hmm. what they're going to do. Here's, so when here's you're a good I, leader, they're going to go into care every time. Yeah, here's what I do. And, and, it, and so it doesn't, this will not sound like sales when I tell you this. I educate my patients based off of different factors. When you come in and talk to me, I want to know what are your goals? What are you trying to do? Where do you want to go? So it's very patient focused. So I focus on what my patient wants. Then we talk about what their condition is. I objectively look at that condition. And then what I do is put all those factors together, explain to the patient what I see. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I think you need to do. And I offer them my expertise because what did they come to me for? My expertise. They didn't come to me to be sold. But at the same time, if I feel like if I tell them they need any treatment at all, I'm trying to sell them on a treatment plan. Well, that's not the case at all. It's no different than when I go to, you know, my dermatologist and he says, hey, look, you've got cancer behind your right ear. This is a true story. Happened several years ago. He didn't like go what I, you know, you know what, you know, here's, here's what we need to do. And I I really hate doing sales. So, you know, if you don't want to do this, don't worry about it. You know, I think that's how we feel sometimes. He said, you have cancer behind your right ear. My recommendation would be that we get you set up next week because it's not critical. It's not dangerous, but let's get you set up next week and let's get you in here for surgery and, and let's clean that up. And I went, okay. So then what happened was he educated me. He didn't really ask me what my goals were. I think he already knew my goal was if I had cancer, I wanted to get rid of it. So we didn't have to talk about that. In chiropractic, sometimes we do. You know, what are you lacking at this point in your life? So what are your goals? What do I see? What are my recommendations? And then like you said, make the offer and then get out of the way because now it's up to the patient. And I always always use this phrase with patients when I tell them because sometimes if – if it's a little bit more drawn out treatment plan, maybe we have a very complicated issue. And I may say, you know, I want to see you three times a week for four weeks or six weeks. Sometimes that's a shock to the system for somebody that's never gotten chiropractic care before. And they're like, whoa, I didn't know I needed to come that much. I always explain to them, here's why, and here's what you need to do. But then I tell them as well, no judgment, you know, because some we don't know what's going on in people's lives behind the scenes. Sure. I don't, I don't know if somebody's, you know, uh, a good example was I had a patient the other day that came in and his wife had some very significant health problems and she, she likely is, is not going to survive those. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. He had torticollis. I wonder why that was, huh? <laughs> yeah, Maybe a little, a little bit of stress. Yeah. So when yeah. I talked to him and told him what I thought he needed to do, you know, the most important thing in his life right now is his wife. Yeah. He's trying to get out of pain. So. I have to meet him in the middle. And, and when I talk about that, I can't, I can't judge that person because we know people that like look down their nose and go, well, I can't believe you didn't accept my treatment plan. He may have ulterior motives. If I told him I want to see him three times a week for four weeks or six weeks or whatever I wanted to do. So what I said was, here's what I think you need to do. And in a perfect situation, if we weren't dealing with your wife and all that stuff, I understand you've got some extraneous things going on. You tell me what's going to work for you. How does that sound in comparison to being salesy? You know, I think so. you bring up a great point here. And I think that point is <clears throat> we don't dig enough sometimes 
into our history and things on day one with the patient mm-hmm. to really find out what's going on in their life. Okay. You came yeah. in with some neck pain. Well, let me, you know, we do a couple orthopedic tests and we'll do a little palpation, but I never asked you why you're having that pain or what yeah. do you do all day or what's going on in your life that may have caused this neck pain. And it's when you get that deep understanding and deep knowledge of what's happening with the patient and what's happening in their life, you don't have to sell anything. Mm-mm. All you have to do is show up and be the expert. And the expert yeah. is, Hey, I know what's going on with you. I know how to fix it. And I have experience doing that. And I know approximately how long it's going to take. And if I need right. to explain that further, I will. And you know, the only other question people want to know, patients want to know is how much is it going to cost? But exactly. And and exactly. we can fairly pinpoint that as well. So you don't have to sell anything. You don't have to sell yourself. No. All you have to do is listen to the patient, use some empathetic listening skills. We talk about that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Use some empathetic listening skills and get to know the patient. Yeah. And then turn around and be the expert. And if you can't be the expert, that's a patient, then you refer on and you still look like the expert. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, you brought up a very good point too. So many times in chiropractic, I see this and it just breaks my heart because in medicine, what do we see? We see people that go, this is my area of expertise. This is not my area of expertise. I'm going to send you over here to, to this guy. I've worked with him many times, very great doctor working on X condition. Right. You can come back and see me for this other, but I think you need to see him for that. We don't do that enough in chiropractic. Mm-mm. You know, I've got patients that may need a specific technique that I don't offer. I have a whole list of chiropractors that do that. I had one the other day that needed needed a specific treatment regimen mm-hmm. that I knew somebody down the road provided. And I wasn't even hesitant to tell that person, I don't provide this service, but there's another chiropractor in my area that does. And I really believe that you need to see that person for that treatment. It's a better fit. You know what was funny about that? I will tell you an an interesting anecdotal story. It doesn't happen every time. The anecdotal story is, is that that person referred two people to me in the next two Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because I was the expert. I didn't try to sell them. I told them what they needed and I was honest about it. You know what? Patient centric care. Yeah. And that's really the key. If you provide patient centric care, you get to know your patients. You know that because here's the thing, you know, as chiropractors that emotional issues play into spinal conditions, right? Yep. Shouldn't you be listening to what's going on in the world of your patients? Shouldn't you be finding out in the history if if your patient has maybe a mother or father that's, you know, that's dying, going into a nursing home, has already died, has got cancer, a spouse that's got issues, children that have issues. I know every one of my patients inside and out. I know what their whole family's up to because I ask those questions because I'm very patient centric when I work with people. That's important to me to know what's going on with people. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, some of the, I'm just sitting here thinking some of the best referral sources I ever had were patients that I never treated. They Mm -hmm. came in for an exam and I wound up referring them somewhere else Mm -hmm. because it wasn't something I could or should be treating. I I give you a great example, do an exam on a guy. He's having lower abdominal and pelvic pain. 
mm-hmm. do an exam, take some x-rays. Oh my gosh, what is that? I'm looking at on the x-ray, send it to the radiologist. Radiologist says, hey, we probably need to get a CT of this mm-hmm. huge abdominal aneurysm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. referred him to a surgeon. Surgeon said, oh my gosh, two, three more days, you'd have been dead, saved his life. I never yeah. treated the guy and right. he referred, oh my gosh, 20, 30 patients to me. Yeah. Only because I went in, I was the expert. I told the guy what he needed. It wasn't my care. And he was appreciative of the fact that I was open and honest with him. You did <clears throat> your job. I can tell you countless <clears throat> situations like that. So, you know, I think we show up sometimes thinking, oh my gosh, I got to sell patients on chiropractic care. No, you need to teach patients, show patients that you're the expert, that you're going to listen to them. This is a big one mm-hmm. that you're going to listen to them because most doctors don't and, and everybody out there, you've had people come into your practice before who have been to other chiropractors and are coming in telling you, I didn't have a good experience. They didn't get to the bottom of my problem that that should tell you right there. Hmm. I need to stop and listen and be the expert here. Cause maybe this patient isn't even a chiropractic patient. But be the expert. Yeah. Tell them what they need. And if it's your care, great. Tell them what you're going to do for them. If it's not your care, refer them out. Don't be afraid of that. If you think you're doing sales all the time, then you don't understand your job because here's yeah. what I want to here's what you're I want to tell track. you. This is this is real simple. Um, and and I can and I can sum this up, which I real quickly I'll throw in this too. My first review that I got on Google, you know, because I'm old and, you know, back in the day, we didn't get Google reviews. My very first (laughs) review that I got on Google, you know what it said? I felt heard. That was, that Uh, was the, that was the first huge compliments, huge compliment. And this person had been to several other doctors and had not felt heard. And this person felt heard. Huge we got compliment. to the bottom of their problem and we treat it. But here's what I'm going to tell you. So if you don't understand how to do your job, then this phrase won't make any sense to you. Do your damn job. Yeah. You know, in other words, be the expert. If you do what your job is, you're going to be so happy because you're going to be patient centric. You're going to listen to what the patient says. Patient's going to feel all that, you know, that, that empathetic listening. They're going to feel right. it. And they're going to come back and go, oh my gosh, this guy listened to me. Right. Now, does that mean you need to spend 45 minutes with your patients every time they come in? No. No. You need to listen up front and then you reinforce and follow up because I'm going to follow up on the things that I did with my empathetic listening. And I'm also going to follow up on what? Goals, activities of daily living. That's part of the important thing that I do in my notes is document what's changing in that patient's life as we go through this. Not right. so I can show the patient, hey, look, I'm getting you improvement. Look at me, look at me. No, what's it for? It's for a couple things. Number one, so they can see the change because sometimes it takes a while and and they go, oh, wow, yeah, I, I, oh, I can run the sweeper now and I couldn't do that before. The other one is, is for proper documentation, correct? Right. So it's, yeah. So do your damn job. I mean, yeah. we could, we should have <laughs> just said that at the beginning and then we could, we, we could have cut this short, right? <laughs> you know, and, and I'll just say this, if, if you find yourself out there, if you feel like you're walking into your practice every day, having to sell somebody on what you do, let's talk about your headspace and let's talk mm-hmm. about how we can help you redirect that into something more 
profound, positively profound in your practice. Yeah. So the breakthrough coaching sessions, those are free. And the- yeah. So go to the Cats Consultants website, catsconsultants.com. Click on the top right corner. You'll see a button that says schedule a consult. Go there. You'll get right on my schedule and schedule a breakthrough call. Let, let's talk about what's going on in your practice and how we might be able to help it. If we can, great. If we can't, you know, maybe we can find you somebody that can, if you have a mm-hmm. specific instance that we can't help with. Um, or they can email you, Troy, Troy at yeah. catsconsultants.com, cats with a K. Email Troy if you've got a question or something you want to hear us talk about on air. We uh, we don't have to use your name or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be anonymous, no big deal. Just But just email Troy. We love getting questions from uh, the audience. We get lots of them. We don't air all of them. We talk about all of them, but we don't air all of them. But uh, if you've got a great question, just don't hesitate. Jump on my schedule or email Troy. Yeah. Some of them I keep fairly anonymous and you guys have probably heard this before. You can, you can tell me, I don't want you to say my name on air or where I live at or anything else. We can just do a completely anonymous question. Or if you're, if you're okay and you want a little shout out, we'll tell you, you know, Hey, so-and-so from whatever state we'll use your first name, you know, and, and we'll have some fun with it. And then when you hear it, you can go, Hey, there was my question. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you're an old friend, we'll maybe razz you just a little bit. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Cats Consultants, Casey Chiropult's podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping you keep your pulse on success. Be sure to check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here, stay informed and well-adjusted. We'll see you next time. See ya.